Real estate agents from around the world. Please help me welcome. He's a six foot three sophomore from Covington, Georgia, a parade first team All American rivals, five star recruit. Please put your hands together and welcome the flood insurance guru, the incomparable Mr. Chris Green. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru podcast. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today, we're going to be talking about five things that insurance agents should know when it comes to flood insurance. But before we get started, remember, if you've got questions about flood insurance, flood education, flood zone changes, then make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com, where we have these free resources available for you. So let's talk about the five things that we feel that insurance agents should know when it comes to flood insurance. You know, these are five things to help better serve your clients. These are five things to better protect yourself when you get these questions. The first thing is flood zones. You want to know when flood insurance is going to be required when it's not. So we want to briefly talk about flood zones. The other four things that we also want to talk about are write your own carriers versus what's called NFIP direct, policy transfers, flood insurance options, and the cancellation process. When can you cancel a flood policy? When you can't. And so we want to talk about all those things today. So let's get started first on flood zones. You know, when is it required when it's not? Well, the first flood zone we want to talk about is what's called a flood zone X. Flood zone X is also known as a minimum risk zone. This is going to be a non-mandatory zone. So while flood insurance is not required in a zone, probably one of the biggest issues with property owners is that they're normally told, hey, you can't get flood insurance in that zone because it's not required. And this is one of the big of, biggest myths of flood insurance. So as an insurance agent, you want to know when flood insurance is available when it's not. So if you're talking about the National Flood Insurance Program, it's always going to be available as long as it's a participating community. It doesn't matter if it's a non-mandatory flood zone or not. And so that's important to understand. Because 85% of the people in Houston that were flooded did not have flood insurance because they were not in a mandatory zone. You know, that was a combination of being told they didn't need insurance, insurance wasn't available, or people just not stressing the importance of it. Now, it's also important to remember that normally you can also get your best rates in this particular flood zone. The next thing we want to talk about is you know, flood zone A or AE, these are called mandatory flood zones, special flood hazard areas, you know, the 100-year flood zones. You know, the difference between flood zone A and AE is flood zone AE normally has a base flood elevation, so you kind of have something better to compare it to. Both of these zones, if you have a mortgage, it's going to be required for you to carry flood insurance, so that's important to understand when you're speaking with clients. Also remember, if you're going through the National Flood Insurance Program and the property is built after the first flood map, if you're in a flood zone A or AE, then you're going to more than likely need an elevation certificate. Now, if it's for a house that was built before the first flood map and it hasn't been substantially improved or damaged, then generally you're not going to need one. Then there's also some of the coastal areas, which is, you know, the impact there is tidal flooding. These are called flood zone V or VE or V1 through 30. Now, these are also going to be in that special flood hazard area, and these are going to be required if you have a mortgage, if you have an additional interest. Um, so it's very important to know that if you live on the coast, you know, what zones require flood insurance, which ones don't. So now we've talked about flood zones. Let's talk about what is a policy transfer. So this is really important to know as an insurance agent. 
because many times when you have a policy through the National Flood Insurance Program, it might have an older flood zone on it, it might have a rate on it that's no longer available. So knowing what a policy transfer is and how to do it is very important for your clients and protecting that flood insurance rate, flood insurance coverage. What a policy transfer is when you're simply transferring a policy from one property owner to the next, it normally requires a sheet of paper to be signed by the seller and the buyer. You normally can find the sheet of paper with whoever the carrier is for that flood policy. So that's very important to understand. It's important to understand you know, when a policy is transferable and when it's not. You know, If it's going from one primary residence to another, generally it's transferable. But if it's an investment property going to a primary residence, at that point it's a different policy. So a policy transfer may not be available. So the third thing that we want to talk about is write your own carriers versus direct NFIP. These are basically the two options for the National Flood Insurance Program. So really, what's the difference for them? Well, NFIP Direct is basically going directly to FEMA through FEMA's website. Uh, write your own carrier. There's about 55 of them out there. And you might have heard of some of them like Right Flood, Bankers Insurance, the Hartford. Uh, what these are are just third-party companies that are administrating claims, payments, processing through their systems. So that's the really only difference between Write Your Own and Direct. Now, generally, Write Your Own is going to create a better customer experience for you and your clients just because you have a little bit more support there. So that's important to understand as an insurance agent, which route you want to go there when writing your flood insurance through the National Flood Insurance Program. So the next thing we want to talk about are flood insurance options. You know, understanding that you're educating your customer what the options are. You know, so many times we hear from insurance agents that say, hey, there's only one flood insurance option out there, which is the National Flood Insurance Program. And this simply isn't true. You've got the National Flood Insurance Program and you've got private flood. Now, not everybody qualifies for private flood. Let's say you've had a property that's had a couple claims, then more than likely private flood would decline you. Now, if you have an FHA, lo FHA loan, you also only have one option, which is the National Flood Insurance Program. But if you have a conventional loan, if you have a USDA loan, a VA loan, you know these loan types do allow for private flood insurance options. Now, the benefit of private flood insurance is it's backed by private companies compared to FEMA. Because of that, you can get more coverage than that $250,000 that FEMA offers or the National Flood Insurance Program offers. You can get more than that $100,000 in contents coverage. You can get additional living expenses. If you're a business owner, you can get what's called business interruption coverage or business income. You know, these are all things to really understand when you're educating your clients. It's also important to understand that private flood insurance many times can be 30, 40, 50% less than a National Flood Insurance Program policy, and the claims process can be easier because there's not as much red tape. So that's the fourth thing you need to know. The fifth thing that we're going to discuss today is what's called the cancellation process. Now, this really pertains more to the National Flood Insurance Program. You know, generally, you can't just cancel a flood policy anytime you want. You know, you find a customer that wants to go to the private market, and they're like, all right, I'm going to cancel my flood insurance. It's not that easy. You know, this is what's called Rule 26 with FEMA. FEMA will only let you cancel these policies at renewal. And normally, if you have a mortgage, they require that you have a letter from the bank stating that that bank will accept private flood. Then you've got to have a signed cancellation letter submitted to FEMA before, at least the day before that renewal. So that's important to understand on that cancellation process. So these are five things that we wanted to talk about today that, as an insurance agent, you should know to help serve your clients and protect yourself. So 
If you've got questions about more things, maybe what you should know as an insurance agent on flood, then check out our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Go to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, the Flood Insurance Guru, where we do our daily flood education videos. You can also give us a call, 205-451-4294. Remember, we have an educational background in flood mitigation, so we're here to help you understand flood risks, flood insurance, and helping your clients mitigate their properties to reduce their flood premiums and their flood risk. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast on five things you should know about flood insurance as an insurance agent. Thank you.